0: how you doing guys welcome to another episode of via bar cast this is season two welcome back i'm happy to be back um i took a little break now i'm back for even a better season with a new podcast team shout out to jersey media shout out to my guy joe we got new guests coming up this new episode as well um and in the season trending topics i miss you guys i miss being on camera I took a nice, very long vacation in Hawaii, and now I'm back. I'm ready to go, focus on my job a little bit. Um, And I just missed the camera, to be honest. I missed educating you guys. Um, Today, I want to focus on a topic that one of my good friends and um, followers on Instagram asked me about. What's the process of becoming a personal trainer? And on top of that, I wanted to speak about the psychology of training I spoke about this season one, and I wanted to put more depth into it. Um, it was very popular. So this is like a part two. So the process of becoming a personal trainer and the psychology of training. All right. So the top certifications or the most popular, and this is not in order. This is the ISSA, International Sports Sciences Association, NCSF, National Council on Strength and Fitness, ACE American Council on Exercise, NASM, National Academy of Sports Medicine, ACSM, American College of Sports Medicine, NCCA, NSCA, I'm sorry, National Strength and Conditioning Association. Now, I like to stretch this is not in order. I'll give you my preference later on. Exams of each are a little bit harder than others, okay? The one that doesn't teach you, the one thing that it doesn't teach i'm sorry the the thing that each certification that does not teach is um is how to train okay so any certification that you choose and i've 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 experienced this as well I've had a certification now I have a degree in exercise science and I use that to train and have my own business. I never knew how to train people like actually train so like the body language the phone the texting the calling during sessions the positivity um enforcement always asking questions um these these type of things uh in a trainer's perspective, are not really taught during the certifications. In the certifications, they actually just go into detail the in, into detail with the biology, the science, um, why you do things, etc. But the actual in-person interaction with clients, they do not go into depth with. Um, that's a common uh, mistake that maybe maybe certification should kind of start implementing um i only learned learned these things through experience i've been doing this for 10 years so after a few years i kind of just caught up on what really works what doesn't what's professional what's not professional okay um not many people can do certified personal training not many people can open up a business as a trainer um it's physically and mentally exhausting that's one thing you have to know before you know if you can handle the the mental and the physical side Um, approach it, go for it. If not, I wouldn't even recommend going for it. Um, it's a career, not really much of a job. Okay. Um, first question that I had on my um with with my client with this topic is, what to expect as your first income? Okay, I would suggest I would say fifteen dollars to thirty dollars at a gym is guaranteed. Okay, it might fluctuate. It might be a little bit more, a little bit less, depending on the entry level of your certification, entry level of the position. If you're a master trainer, you might be 30, 35 or even 40. It might range from half hour to an hour. Um, My recommendation is starting alone. Okay. however, the difference is if you start alone, you may be. You make your own prices. It may be around $50 and maybe even more. But the thing is and the difference between start working at a gym and approaching it by yourself is that you have no leverage or no guarantee on clients. When you're at a gym, you have no – you don't have as much stress on hunting on clients. Um, the gyms usually, not all, but usually give you the clientele and you work through there. Um they give you an incentive of whether if you sign up a, a gym member at you know uh for training they give you commission and that could be a nice little motivation incentive for you to actually make some more money however not all gyms do that so it's not guaranteed okay after 10 years in the fitness realm i I can charge around 100 per session. Why? Because I have experience to back it up. I have 10 years. I have years of of transformation photos, years of progress pics, years of knowledge, years of um, instructing people, um, educational videos, etc. At first, you have to accept the quantity of clients just to build a community if you're looking to start your business. And during that time, you have to be prepared to work for free. You know, during that during those times um, working at a gym or by yourself, you have to tell clients, hey, listen, you know, I'll give you a free session. I'll give you three free sessions. You need to give them a taste, a sample of what you're willing to offer and then use that as a sales pitch to kind of say, hey, listen, you know, we did X, Y and Z. You increase mobility, strength, etc. cetera, um, whatever your specialty is in. And if we have a program of a month, two months or three months, six months or a year then, you know, you will see X, Y, and Z results, you know, you have to, you have to prove because you have no leverage, you have no experience, you have no, um, you know, no, no progress pictures, you have no history to say, hey, listen, this is what I can offer. There's proof of X, Y, and Z. Here's my price, Eat, you know, et cetera. Um, my suggestion is work at a gym first. Build that network. Build that brand that you're, you know, thriving for. Um, you have to have that that community following you when you're opening up the business. Because if you open up a business and you have no, 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 no crowd, no. Uh, audience that f- that's following you and signing up it's going to be extremely hard and you're going to have to actually double down on your advertisement your marketing on social media in person references etc it's going to be extremely tough however if you start at a gym you have a community you have people that already see that you can train then they say oh you know brian open up his gym i'm going to follow him because x y and z he he actually knows how to train etc You know, um, once you know people, you can leave and now you have a community that follows you in social media or in person. All right. Where should you apply and why? You apply online. My personal preference. Top three is Nesta, NASM or ACSM. Or you could go to school, the route that I I chose. Why? Because I use this as a sales pitch. For example, my example would always be no one wants to hire a certified surgeon. They would would want a surgeon that actually went to school and has a degree in this. You know, Um, and I apply that to personal training. You know, any trainer could have a certification, let's say, but not many people actually did the investment of going to school for four years or going to school and getting their master's, getting their exercise science, exercise um, physiology degree, and then actually implement, implement it to a business not many people do that they get the certification and it it is honestly the easiest route because let's say my mother not stepping into a gym ever in her life she could get lucky study for a test get certified online and then guess what she could apply to any gym and she could get hired and she has no experience you know, would you want to hire my mom, who's never stepped in a gym, or someone who's experienced, went to school for this, etc.? So it's just those two things. Um, that's that's the that's the approach I went through. Was it was it on purpose? No, I was actually kind of going towards the route of physical therapy. However, um, I was blessed to kind of just stumble on this route, and now I opened up my business. But, yes, always, always, always uh, be aware of the options. You always want to have options. Okay. Um, the difference in different certifications. Some gyms may not accept specific certifications. Some are, let's say, too cheap or some are not as respectable. Um, I remember when I was hired in my first job uh, at a gym, They didn't accept most certifications. And luckily, I had an associate's degree at the time in exercise science. So that being said, they accepted that because I actually went to school for it. You know, I knew I knew some certifications that were not accepted. And I had some friends that was negated or rejected through the job uh, from the gym. Okay. Um, Psychology of training, part two. So. Well, the psychology of training, I had an amazing segment about psychology in season one, and i like to dig deeper in it, okay? First point is each body is different. A program online, okay, may not work for all people. Or a program from someone or a trainer may not work for all people. For example, if person A is... Trying to look like their trainer. And it's a general program, okay? That's given out. She copied it from an online source, Instagram, etc. He or she needs to accept that she is not going to look like the trainer. He is not gonna look like the trainer. Everybody's anatomy is different. Um, everybody's bone structure is different. So if someone has wider hips, you're not gonna have wider hips. Wider hips is bone structure, it's anatomy, okay. Um, so that person needs to accept that, you know, the program might work, okay, but you might physically, aesthetically not look like the person that you are thriving to look for. You might, but you might not. Okay, it's 50-50. Training makes you feel good. It releases the feel-good hormones, aka dopamine. Yeah, others look for other things to feel good. Um, like let's say alcohol, drugs, food, etc. You have to... Make sure you understand that it's not only to make you look good or feel good, but it's a necessity. It's for health. Okay, um, you might be training very often, okay, and it might be you know an activity once or twice a week, but you need to understand that it's it needs to become a routine. Don't think of it as a uh, as a as a chore. Okay. It's like brushing your teeth. Not many people like to brush their teeth every day. But at the end of the day, you have to. It's a routine. Everybody brushes their teeth. Nobody is going to leave their house without brushing their teeth. Okay? You need to apply that into fitness. You need to hit the gym. You may not like hitting the gym, but you need to apply it to your daily routine. Okay? Um, You just have to do it. As a trainer... You become a mentor, a friend, a psychologist, and sometimes even a role model, okay? I get to know people in depth, you know, than my family and friends because I see these people two, three, four times a week. Why? You, you know, it's, you witness them in their most vulnerable states, mentally and physically, and then on top of that, you see them multiple times a week. You end up having some type of connection with them. You know, they might be clients in the beginning and they end up becoming friends, to be honest. It's almost like a co-worker. You're always, you're always there with them nine times out of ten throughout the week. Um, you end up becoming closer to them compared to family. And that being said, how does this tie into psychology? If you have a mentor, you have a friend, you have a role model you have an aka psychologist you know you're gonna be open to sharing personal things with them okay um like for example relationships for example you know family issues for example uh past history even medical history etc you know um i have this i have this inside joke with some clients where Uh, they bring up, let's say, their exes, right? So I end up kind of almost using their stories of, let's say, their exes, and I bring them up during training sessions right before they're about to do, like, let's say, on one rep max or they're about to lift something heavy. And it almost kind of, like, triggers them mentally, and they almost get this extra strength or power right before their lift, um, so sometimes I only have to yell out, hey, little Jimmy, little Rebecca, and they just get this extra power to get through their set, which is actually hilarious. Um, so, yeah. Um, and on top of that, just to finish off this 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 episode, guys, anyone interested in becoming a trainer um, after learning these certifications, the process, my progression and my journey into becoming a trainer, I'm going to be... Starting a mentorship or an internship program for an individual, you could DM me, email me, text me. I'll bring up, um, I'll post my, my information up in this episode. Um, if you're really learning how to train, again, you could have a certification, but do you really know how to train someone? It's very, very important. And s- most certifications, if not all, do not really go over that. Okay. So I just like to um, toast. This is season one. Um, I'll see you guys in the next episode. I love you all. Take care.